0: On this episode, I interview the founders of a business-to-business e-commerce marketplace taking a business-to-consumer approach. Do stay tuned. Well, well, welcome to 2x e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I can answers them also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in Get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. Don't inbound marketing strategies as you beat Amazon. Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally
1: would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all
0: our customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one is your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan i'm kane campbell let's get rolling if you're looking to grow your business there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Klaviyo comes in. Klaviyo helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Klaviyo. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune into Klaviyo's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to klaviyo.com forward slash beyond BF for more. That's klaviyo.com forward slash beyond BF.com. This September, across Europe, a new payment standard called Strong Customer Authentication, or SCA, will come into effect. Research carried out by Mastercard shows that a whopping 75% of online retailers across Europe are potentially unaware of SCA. SCA is a new regulatory requirement designed to help retailers and issuers make digital payments more secure. It is now up to retailers and their partners to overcome the challenge of the stressful checkout experience for online shoppers. SCA would allow for biometric technology and dynamic passwords to create a more secure and improved online shopping experience. MasterCard's Identity Check is fully compliant with SCA requirements and facilitates shopping experiences we can all trust. This will allow us to securely pay online using features such as our fingerprint. To find out more on Identity Check, visit MasterCard.com. That is MasterCard.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Two X E Commerce Podcast Show. I'm your host Kynley Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Um, basically, we you guys know the format of the show. Um, if you're regulars, and but if you're new to the show, um, we talk about e-commerce growth stories or tactics to, to help you, my listeners, you know, grow metrics such as conversions, average order value um, you know, and, and and revenue in in general. Um, and what I try and do is bring, you know, experts or, you know, entrepreneurs who are working, you know, really hard to, to, to bring this, you know, growth stories in to, 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 to just, um, you know, show you guys that it it is possible, you know, to, 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 to grow and give you the tactics to, to actually rapidly grow your store. Um, on today's show, um, we have for the first time a B2B marketplace. um, and, what I find interesting about this B2B marketplace is they're taking uh, B2B, you know, meaning business to business, um, that they, they, they're utilizing, you know, business to consumer, you know, B2C philosophy to towards and simplicity. In the business-to-business area, um, in like material sourcing. So, if you guys are engineers, you know how difficult it is to source um, for materials for for projects or for prototyping. And what these guys do is they streamline. They're rapidly growing, and they're streamlining that you know um, supply chain, the sourcing. Um, in, in, in the engineering space, and, and, and they're, they're, they're rapidly growing. Um, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guests to the show, um, Juro Parish, who is um, who heads the, the marketplace, essentially the supply side of the marketplace, and and, and Randy and Randy, um, who is the um, founder and CEO of of, of, um, of, of Zometry, which is the marketplace. Welcome, guys! Thanks so much for having us. Fantastic. Um, could um, could you, Randy, um, take a minute or, or less to to introduce, um, you know, Zometry as a platform and your role, um, please? Yeah, so uh,
1: in 2013, we uh, at Zometry were very fascinated by the market for custom manufacturing. So in the United States, that's an $80 billion market. And there are similarly large ones in, in the U.K. and in other places in Europe and around the world. It's a heavily fragmented, dominated by tens of thousands of small manufacturers. And it's producing all of these uh, goods every year in a very old-fashioned way. So offline, uh, phone, fax, uh, in-person meetings, uh, not utilizing uh, a lot of the e-commerce that's available in other industries. And it's not a very efficient industry. So it's very hard for customers to find suppliers of manufacturing. And it's very hard for suppliers of manufacturing, manufacturers to find customers uh, because there's not a huge online presence and the ability to communicate is pretty limited. So uh we were very excited to if we could discover and create a marketplace that would bring together these two elements and make it easier for people to buy manufacturing, enable even small businesses or or entrepreneurs to have the same access to manufacturing as large companies and likewise allow small manufacturers to finally take advantage of online and uh, not to have to worry about building their own websites not have to worry about doing their own online marketing, but instead, uh, use Omnitree as the place to sell their goods.
0: So, how have they been doing? this you know, um, in the past, uh, was it just traditional phone calls, you know, contacts, um, you know, or just searching Google to 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 find potential, you know, suppliers?
1: Yeah, these are often family businesses, been around for two or three generations, handed down, uh, very local, uh, and depend on local customers. So maybe there is twenty really good customers locally and uh relationships yeah it's done the old-fashioned way uh you know phone calls uh, people meet for 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 lunch or coffee or play golf together uh customers come and drive and see your factory i mean it, very nice but the problem for the manufacturer is that he or she lives and dies with those local customers so if those local customers are doing well they're doing great but if they're not if you were a if you were in in a auto manuf- auto supplier in the auto industry in the united states you know we had some troubles during uh, the Great Recession mm-hmm. that could that could have really killed your business. So you had all this open capacity, you know, all this great stuff, but but your traditional customer that you have had for sometimes decades wasn't uh, available anymore and wasn't buying from you. So um, that was a very frustrating experience. And we thought, hey, that's that's crazy because at the same time, let's say that the auto industry isn't doing well, maybe the industry for medical devices is flourishing. And they don't have enough manufacturing capacity, and so wouldn't it be wonderful if they could access those traditional auto suppliers to help them build medical devices?
0: It makes a lot of sense. It's there's the same issue with um, with staffing. You know, on um, distributed teams, you limit yourself as an organization. You know, um, just um, you know, with access to local, you know um, what's it called The local workforce. I'm not saying it's bad, but you know, if, 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 if you go national or even international, um, you know, um, you, 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 could get, you know, some of the best talent around. Okay. So, um, who founded, um, Zometry and, um, so what's been the trajectory since, um, 2014 to 2019? What, what have been the, um, you know, fundamental milestones you, you, you have, you know, experienced to, to date? Sure. So
1: it's kind of exciting. Uh, myself and a gentleman named Lawrence Zurich, who's our chief financial officer, started Zometry in 2013. And almost at the same time, uh, Drew Parrish, who is, uh, on the phone here as well. And, and president of Zometry Supplies founded a company called Make Time in Lexington, Kentucky. So we were in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and Drew was in Lexington, Kentucky, and we had very similar ideas. So, uh, and both wanted to focus on on making this huge market much more accessible for, for both sides of it. And uh, so one of the huge milestones for us was when the two companies came together uh, in last year, last June, bringing together the two leaders in the industry and accessing a lot of the technology, the know-how uh, that we built together. Um, and the, the growth from, from the businesses has been explosive. So uh, we've gone from zero customers, a cold start, to over 14,000 business customers uh, who utilize our site every day. And on the other side, we've spent very little money in trying to attract manufacturers. But through word of mouth, over the last 12 months, we've gone from 1,000 manufacturers on our platform or suppliers to over 2,500. Well, so
0: we have more than doubled... We
1: and, and it's a B two B business, so uh, you know it's a it's a much higher dollar value in terms of the average transaction. Mm. Uh, there's a lot more complexity, frankly, around on, on what we're selling because it's custom manufacturing. Mm. So the growth is as truly been remarkable uh, and very exciting. And and I think you're seeing an overall shift in people understanding that the internet or an e-commerce platform and marketplace can deliver something as complex as b2b manufacturing which would have been unheard of
0: interesting very very interesting so transometry so um, is is you know is it solely transactional or um, does it serve manage the entire flow um, for for material sourcing um, so would i put upload my specifications um, you know get quotes what how does it work internally uh, the back end
1: sure and let me let me want to let drew handle this and he can talk about how we're hitting every layer of that uh manufacturing stack uh nice. from the the origination of figuring out the design to ultimately the manufacturing of it
2: great i like that term manufacturing stack yeah. uh, okay. so the you know the whole flow is uh you know an engineer or some brilliant inventor or you know some, Somebody on the plant floor that needs a part comes to Zometry. They upload a a 3D file, right? Mm -hmm. And this 3D file could be for a 3D printing application. It could be for CNC machining, injection molding, cast urethane, just about every imaginable manufacturing process. But uh, this person uploads a part, and they immediately get a price back on whatever the application that I just listed is in a variety of materials, right? So from aluminum, tool, steel, uh, you know, SLS, FDM processes for the 3D printing, all the different varieties of material that are there. And right there, you're you're already changing the course uh, of how this person has historically done business in this way, right? This was just eliminated 14 steps, manual steps in their life that could take anywhere from one to four weeks historically to get that back. So you've, you've opened up their capabilities to do bigger and better things for their company and to help their company succeed in doing bigger and better things for the world. So simultaneously, while this is happening, right, we've got a, a bevy of, you know, all kinds of computational things in the background that help get the right supplier in line uh, to make this part, right? So as we we talked about, we, we had the power of a marketplace and the power of a network behind us so that. And going back to what Randy was talking about uh, in leveraging idle capacity uh, in the United States. So we get all these, these fine folks in line computationally using some, some nice algorithmic work. And a supplier, a, a manufacturing partner, takes this job. And so at this point, another fascinating thing, which is, is a, a newer uh, business line for us, opens up. Which is that supplier now can buy their material their aluminum or, you know, their steel, whatever in the future, the, the materials that they need to make this part for that brilliant engineer on the other side. And it comes to them, it's processed the same day and it's sent to them as expediently as possible. So lightning speed for the material side. Whereas, you know, even on the material side, you could wait for weeks just to get in queue, you know, to challenge other businesses that are trying to get this material at scale And blocking you out, but because the power of the network, we're giving increased leverage to our our beloved partners. So simultaneously, to having you know this material ordering capabilities, we're giving them the the other tools to cut this stuff, right? And in the future, we're going to give them the coolants to keep their machines going. We're going to give them the the bandsaw blades to help them, you know, trim the material to even a, a better size of what they need. All the things that make it easier for them to do what they do best, which is machine. And the better that we can do that, the happier that the customer, the end-use customer is going to be because all the friction starts to drop. And finally, everybody gets to do what they do well. The engineer gets to be a great, fantastic engineer. And then the machinist gets to be a fantastic machinist. And so for all of us, the end-use customers of these products right, are allowed to thrive and enjoy the, the products that they make. And behind all of this, you know, along that, that continuous thread, every step of, of the way, there's communication layers to ensure that the engineer, you know, all his specifications or her specifications are met, you know, to the nth degree for the most discerning of customers. Um, Also there's, you know, fantastic engineers and and operational uh, eyes making sure, you know, that logistically things are where they need to be right. And and out the door and checked off um, from a quality standpoint. And then, you know, another layer on top of all this is, you know, ensuring the health and the vi- viability of our network, which is a, a full-time endeavor, so if you think of a core innovation here is like one our, our distributed network and two, how do, you, how do you maintain the health of it right and then you think about marketplace history and feedback loops and you know vendor management and things like that so we've been very successful in helping our partner network not only get business but grow and quality and quality assurance in their business, right? By being a meaningful manufacturing partner with them, so all this comes together, you know, in in what we'd like to think is a, a fantastic concierge level experience for both sides of the equations, right? And and we deliver this through a bevy and a slew of of um, technical you know, jumps and, and things that have never been awarded to this industry, right? And so I think we've mentioned earlier before, and Randy can talk about it further, but a deep commitment to artificial intelligence, machine learning, and all the things that, you know, really has not had as much of an entree into this market as other markets.
0: Mm. It must have been very, you know, um, complicated, you know, um, trying to get up use cases for, you know, for almost a infinite um, you know, number of needs, um, from a machinist standpoint or from a customer standpoint um how, when did you start building out this tech to to instantly quote you know um you know a job you know a three d job or you know wh- whatever kind of job that was uploaded to the system before it even arrived at um, for, before the manufacturers even found about it found out about it
1: so i I think you know I think one of the reasons why our business has grown so quickly and I'm sure this is a similar thread throughout e-commerce, is an instant price. Uh, And customers need a very simple uh, process by which they acquire something. And waiting for pricing, uh, presenting that in a complicated way is a non-starter. So we knew that at the outset, Mm -hmm. if we were going to be a successful e-commerce business, that had to be as, as uh, transparent as you'll find in a, in a traditional retail site. Uh, so we really, right from the outset, we invested in, as, as Drew uh, alluded to or mentioned, we invested in artificial intelligence and committed to making that the underpinning of our entire pricing strategy. And that would give us, to your point, give us the ability to, to price, to offer, to manufacture a huge variety of, of different kinds of, of manufacturing, from 3D printing, to machining, to, to uh, your thing, casting, uh, and it would also enable us to offer, uh, in an intelligent, recommended way, the tools and materials that people would need to actually manufacture those parts. Only using AI was that possible, and particularly in such a, an accelerated manner. So we started right away, and, and today we have a large team of folks who are, are working on the artificial intelligence. Um, and then likewise we have a large team of web developers uh, who are helping implement that, put it online, and exhibit to the customer in a user-friendly way. And again, like lots of e-commerce or UI is everything. It's not dissimilar in, in B2B as it is in B2C. You gotta make it very simple for both the buyers and the
0: sellers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so around um, so what did you need? from you you know you guys have sort of doubled your your supplier base in in the last more than doubled your supplier base in the last twelve months in order to and that's a lot of you know um you know supplies you've brought on board what would you need from a manufacturer to sort of get them listed you know um to vet them what was your vetting process you know how did you you know sort of onboard those manufacturers and you know ensure that they were you know um that we're going to be active members rather than just, you know, listen on a site, you know, if, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a, a great question. So uh, first, you know, first and foremost, we're a technology company and we're trying to remove friction from a complicated process. So we do try to make it as much self-serve for our suppliers as possible, make it easier for them to fill out a, uh, a profile upload any of their quality certificates uh, make sure that we know what kind of cap- capabilities capacity they have so a lot of that is self-serve um, and then we do do an interview with them so we have suppliers all across at this point just the united states all across the united states in 46 of the 50 states so uh, it's not possible to physically visit them all so we do an, an a a uh, online interview with them and then we have a very rigorous and uh, somewhat automated process to send them test parts initially to make sure that they have the quality that our customers need. And so in our marketplace, one of the, one of the very important things for our customers is that every supplier has been vetted and is authentic because it's B2B. We're making stuff that's in airplanes and, and things that's in, uh, it's in space, it's in cars, Uh, it's in people's bodies. So they have to make sure that, that the manufacturers are the real thing. So, um, so we have a series of tests that we have our manufacturers do. And, uh, as they pass these tests and it's all transparent to our manufacturers, they get these automated scores that take into account various performance, uh, metrics. They, they, we enable our manufacturers to do more and more things eventually to work directly with customers, but that has to be earned over time. Um, and we've got algorithms and we, uh, and we use AI to do this to really determine what's the best use of a manufacturer. So on a positive, we also recommend to our manufacturers, the best jobs that, that, that fit their capability. Similar, like when you're on Netflix and, you know, a pop up, Hey, you watch this, this show, here's another show that that you'd like. We offer the same thing for manufacturers. Here's the kind of job that you've done before. Here are some other jobs that are similar that would fit right into your, your sweet spot that's a real value add for our manufacturers who who want to do what they're good at. That's when they're going to make the most money. Uh, and that's when they're going to have the most professional enjoyment.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. And then what about responsiveness? You know, um, if I was, um, yeah, uh, how do you ensure um, manufacturers are responsive to, you know, um, to, to, to proposals that come onto to the platform, to, you know, um, some might be busy, I, I will think. Um, so what, what what checks do you have in, in you know, in place, um, whether automated or, you know, uh, manually um, to, 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 to just manage, um, you know, um, speed and reduce, you know, friction as, as you're um, alluded to earlier.
1: So we've learned over time where the pain points are uh, during a transaction from the start to the finish. And so, for example, one critical moment to make sure that a, A job is going to be a manufacturing job is going to be completed. Is when does the manufacturer get the material for that job? So often they'll have to order it because these are small lot sizes. They may not have a warehouse full of the material they need for that specific job. So they'll have to order that material because our timeframes are pretty compressed. The delivery of that is critical. And so we know that one of the questions we want to ask our supplier, and we do it again in an automated way, is. Do you have the material yet? And uh, that's a if they don't, and we know within a certain time frame of when that material needs to arrive for them to deliver the job on time, that that's a good that's a good signal for us then to escalate uh, and to take further action. And 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 that's again why it's so important for us to have the full ecosystem in our marketplace that allows them to have that material because we can say to the supplier, hey, we know how important delivery the material is. By the way, we're going to facilitate for it for for you. We're going to make sure you get it overnight when in the past you had to, it was very hard for you to order it and you had to wait days because you were just a small manufacturer. Well, that's, that's for the manufacturer. Now great. Now Zometry is going to get me the material faster, less expensive, hassle-free. Wow. I can focus on what I love to do, which is to manufacture not spend lots of time trying to scour uh, the internet to find material for a job.
0: Yeah, you're essentially really caught in um, you know, cycles down on time especially. You're saving time. There's a massive value in anything that's any process that saves time in, in the machining and, and tool um tooling space right now. Okay. Um are there any of the um of so use cases or um industries because you guys have you know pretty much cornered the the machining and you know um you know tooling you know market materials market um do, uh, do, do do you see any any other industries or any other verticals or pain points that um are ripe for um you know disruption the way you know Zometry has you know executed in, in this space
1: that, that may be one of our state secrets here. Well, uh, <laughs> we're going to work through that. But I, I, I think, and, and I'll let Drew also opine here, but uh, there's lots of things and elements in the manufacturing process, different components of it, that we can r- help rationalize and help bring value to both sides. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, so I, we've, able, we've had explosive growth. But there's still lots of bandwidth and logical things to add to the marketplace that will continue to make that more efficient. So
0: interesting um yep yeah. so um yeah thank you for 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 for, for telling the story um it's it's very interesting you know I'm finding um that there are still opportunities and niches to to explore in you know in, in, in e-commerce marketplaces in general be, be it you know b2c or, or b2b but but I think where you know the blue ocean really is right now is, is b2b and you guys are you know, right in the middle of it um I'm not um um, you know uh, a materials engineer so so I'm, I'm not you know very conversant around you know all the the nitty-gritty in, in this industry but you know for listeners that um, that, that are familiar you know that, that you know that have exposure and you know certain aspects in the b2b industry i really think there's there's a lot of opportunity just like you know you guys are executing on there. Um, is, is there anything you want to say before before you go, um, Randy and Andrea, on you know on on, on symmetry and and you know marketplaces in general?
2: I think that um, you know it's a very interesting moment in history for how we conduct business online, and it sounds you know absolutely simple or simplistic to say that, but I think that we're at a point where you know, all best practices that we've we've observed for the past 20 years have, have framed a certain way to transact online, and I think we're reaching a breaking point in terms of how we can understand just like the finite characteristics of what the web has taught us. So I think as as we move forward, and I think a very important note, and I think of, of our strength, and I think our future growth is that. Zometry understands that it, it all starts with good genes. Um, that the one thing that we have yet to be able to translate truly in the same way that we experience in the real world is what years of experience, you know, family businesses, the things that we learn from interacting daily and how to translate that frictionless, truly frictionless in rewarding experience to B&B or B2B. And, you know, the last thing that I'll add is just, you know, we just acquired a company in, in Jackson, Tennessee, solely for that matter. And, you know, by, by virtue of working with our machine shop partners, we've inherited a lot of their good genes. But, you know, in in acquiring this company in Jackson, Tennessee, that you realize that the, the distance between success, right, is usually a, hand, a handshake away and how you can translate that and enable future generations to be able to transact at the volume that they need in a b2b space right truly is the secret i think to unlocking like untold innovation and what i mean by that is like just you know imagine for one second how or just think how ludicrous it would be to buy you know you never thought you could buy a car online and the proposition of exometry really is you can buy you know a factory you can buy a plane you can buy whatever these things are and it's not preposterous and so how do you from an e-commerce you know kit start to apply and you know level the field and bring true trust and truly frictionless experiences so that is possible. And that is what I'm absolutely excited about. And, and Xometry, you know, lives and breathes every day and devotes their lives to is to, to bring that scalability and possibility to a very flat you know, desktop, tablet, and phone screen experience.
0: Uh, i couldn't have said it better you know really and um you know that applies wider to to you know to 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 the wider e-commerce you know um marketplace you know so, so yeah th- thank you so much uri and randy for, for 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 coming on on the show um so for listeners that want to you know follow you know your progress um, what's the best way I know your, your website is zometry.com Um, you guys on social um, how, how can people so sort of connect with you
2: we are on social we are on Twitter so they can follow our Twitter handle at zometry um, we're also on LinkedIn and we are on Facebook as well
0: awesome thank you so much um, for, for, for coming on
1: thank you thank you so much thank you
0: so that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X eCommerce. Remember, you can catch me every week